Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey guys, it's Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. I love y'all. I miss y'all. I guess I've been traveling all over the country. We were just in Montana. It was like 57 degrees. It was 57 degrees. So I've been all over the country was before that in Charleston, South Carolina, which I'm obsessed with Charleston, South Carolina. Before that, I don't even know where we were. We've been traveling a lot for the book tour. I am Rahab and y'all been buying that book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, It has been a crazy couple of weeks since the launch. We've got book clubs doing it everywhere. Um, thank you so much. You can pick up your copy anywhere books are sold. Today, my guest, oh man, we share the same heart for the unity amongst men and women and both men and women to fully walk in the callings that God has given you. His name is Kenny Luck. Now, he he knows everyone and he's done everything. So I'm going to just read from my sheet so I don't forget anything. Kenny Luck, he is the founder of Every Man Ministries. And uh, Every Man Ministries helps churches develop healthy men's ministries with the goal of protecting women and children and ending social problems such as fatherlessness and child abuse. He also is the leadership pastor at Crossline Church in Laguna Hills, California. He also served as the men's pastor under um, Rick Warren, Dr. Rick Warren at Saddleback Church. We all know that name. Um, He has authored or co-authored 21 books. That is so intimidating. (laughs) 21 books, including Every Man, Every Young Man, Sleeping Giant, No Movement of God Without Men of God. He also authored Every Man series. There is so many things that he does. And his Every Man ministry also puts out a ton of resources, which I think is so practical and so awesome as well. Today, we are going to be talking about his latest book, Dangerous Good. It just released, um, but I think it's going to bless your heart. Kenny, welcome to the show. Wow. Autumn, (laughs) if I could just take like six ounces of your energy (laughs) and put it inside of my body, I I would be levitating right now. I know. I'm... Thank you for having me. This is great. (laughs) I'm like a freak of nature. I don't know how I have so much energy. I have no idea. Maybe it's the third venti blonde roast cup of coffee I've had this morning. I'm, everybody says that, Kenny. Every single person that comes on the show, they're like, wow. give me some wow. of that. I don't wow. know. I, have four... I thought I had a lot of energy. You do have a lot you know of what? energy. You, that, but you know what, God, <laughs> I'll just, I'm going to talk to you right now in Come front on. of all of our listeners. Come on. God, God is using you oh. in a powerful, powerful way. So it's really great to be with, with my good friend. Mm, thank you so much. Um, we met not too long ago um, and had just what I felt was such a powerful conversation. Mm. Um, just sort of the state of our world. Um, you know, I've done a lot of work with the Me Too Church to domestic violence and the church uh, movement. Uh, and I know that that is near and uh, dear to your heart because it involves yes. men. And, um, you know, I just want to say I was so blessed by that conversation. And I know awesome things are coming with a partnership between the two of us in the future. But we also talked about this book, Dangerous Good. And 
I have had the opportunity to read, not all of it, not all of it, but I am going to finish it um, and have been so blessed by your perspective. Tell me a little bit about Dangerous Good and your your heart behind writing this book. Well, it goes back to why I started Everyman Ministries 18 years ago. Um, you know, purpose, as we've seen both in publishing and in the church, discovering your purpose is probably the number one thing that people are concerned about. Who am I? Where do I come from? Where am I going? Why am I here? And uh, we're all trying to answer that question. But the second biggest resonator in the world with people is pain, Mm. Uh, the pain of suffering. How do we make pain go down? And to answer your question, that's where it starts. I was having my heart broken and my blood boil seeing all the pain that was being caused by broken male culture specifically. And as I look out and I see 42 million women every day waking up with a job, they're called prostitutes. Mm. As we have 173 million orphans mm. in the world growing up without a dad and the cycles of chaos and dysfunction that that causes, domestic violence, women getting hit every 15 seconds while you and I mm. talk, and I just... Yeah. I just had to do something, and then when I thought, all right, how am I going to address this? What, what do I go after? What mountain do I have to climb? Where do I have to put my energy? I, 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 I landed at the heart, the character, and the conduct of men. Mm-hmm. And so Dangerous Good is really a culmination of what began 18 years ago. Uh, Dangerous Good is a book that addresses the men of this generation of all ages, and it calls them to this, this character and this conduct that we've always wanted, uh, just, just like we watch Batman, Superman, you know, Iron Man. These are guys that we admire, spend money to see in the movie theater. What do they do that we <laughs> want? Well, they have special power. That's yeah. cool. They defend the weak, they deliver justice, and they stick it to the bad guy. And when we're little as guys, we want to be that person who's dangerous with goodness, but it it has to move out of the realm of fantasy and into reality if we're going to make an impact on real women and children. So dangerous good is really a movement of men who have the spirit of Christ, who was the original man, who was dangerous with goodness. And they bring their character and conduct into real-time action on behalf of others. They say no to themselves. They say yes to others in the spirit of Christ. And right now, there's a standing army of at least a half a billion men on planet Earth who claim a relationship with Jesus, the original dangerous good man. And my purpose on Earth is to activate those men on behalf of women and children and families to be dangerous with that goodness. Mm. Um, I, so much I could talk about in like one minute of you talking. Um, when we when we sat down and have, had a conversation, I remember thinking um, I was contact. We have we have some mutual people that we work with and. Um, one of the things that I was thinking was in the wake of Me Too, in the wake of Church yes. Too, and all of that stuff, 
Um, yeah. I know I, I'm married to an incredible man. Okay. 14 right. years. He is, he is like my hero. I've got it. I've got an amazing dad who is a pastor brother. There is a, my pastor is amazing. But I remember thinking as I was speaking out, which, which, which is one of my purposes to speak out about, um, right. you know, domestic violence and stuff like that. I remember talking to you when we met that day, um, I, I was looking for sort of a leader of the men to challenge the right. men to something greater. Okay. Because right. all of us women and, 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 uh, you know, Kenny, I have a huge women following and, and listenership. Yeah. Um, we're all sort of looking at these men that are placed in these high positions that, right. that have done secret things that, right. that are, you know, that, that sort of skew our view of what a godly man actually is. And when right. I sat down with you and you sort of explained the everyman ministry and, 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 um, and started talking about your book, I was really encouraged because I was thinking men, men, though these half a billion men need a leader. And I was so thankful for you doing that. Can, mm. you, can you take a second to those that are listening? Um, I think, I think this is important before we move on with the interview, um, to encourage those women that may yeah. have been hurt by, uh, ex-husband that beat them or sexually abused or, or, you know, can you take a minute to, um, sort of, uh, recharge our faith in, in, in men or, or theirs as mine has been. Um, but uh, could you take a minute and just speak to those women that have been hurt by men? Yeah. I, I would just say on behalf of every, every man, uh, that at least I represent every man who wants to be good, um, I want to just tell you that I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry that the character and conduct of men has leaked out and it's caused you uh, to suffer. And I'm so glad that if you're listening and you know Christ, that um, your wounds don't determine your value. Mm. That not only does God love you, but I love you, and I, I'm seeking uh, to do something about it. Um, you know, Jesus was uh, a disruptive, unconventional man. He, he broke the rules of the broken male culture that caused so much suffering, which was not unlike what has caused so many women today to suffer. And he defended and protected women. He said, let the children come. He didn't qual- qual- pre-qualify people on the basis of race and and, you know, that's the Jesus that you love and serve. That's the Jesus that I love and serve. And I just want to tell you that there's a growing movement of men mm. who know and love Christ, who are being called out to be like him. Mm. But I'm so grateful today that you, that you know Christ, that his love is healing your wounds, and that those wounds that you have, those pains, that suffering, that that's not your God, that, mm. that because of God's love, um, you're now set free from being controlled by anger or shame yes. or guilt. And you can rise in the spirit above those wounds to come alongside guys like me and a growing army of guys who love Jesus and who are all about being sources of life, blessers of women, lovers of children, uniters, and that there is hope. There mm. is hope yes. coming that in a world that makes you cynical, about male character and conduct, there is a movement worldwide mm. 
that is coming around, men filled with the Spirit of Christ, who are going to come alongside you and are going to battle with you. And we're going to be a team like me and Autumn. And we're going to win the real battles. We're going to rise above identity politics and the silly gender wars that are going out there. And we're going to become united in Christ. We're going to be as one. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go get some real work done in the name of Jesus, united, locking arms yeah. as men and women. And so thank you for hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your patience. The cavalry has come. We're going to join you in battle, and the church is going to rise, and we're going to stick it to the evil one and gobble up some territory for mm-hmm. justice and for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know what? That was beautiful. And I hope those listeners that just heard what he said, sitting across the table with Kenny and his team was really just refreshing to my heart. We don't want a women's movement without honoring our right. men as well. I mean... And Autumn, can I, can I mention one other thing? Yes. I, I, I feel like, because, you know, there is there is a, such a thing uh, as just the just feminine power. God has vested women with a power to influence, and it's it's a power that um, that, that shapes and guides the behaviors uh, of men. And uh, men, I, it's so interesting, Autumn. I, I I talk to women, and I say, man, if your standard is X, men will rise to that standard, um, and that's the power that women have because we are created by God to be attracted to want to protect, win, defend women, and there is a power, there's an accelerating power that women have where if they identify, hey, this is what a healthy guy is like, this is what I'm looking for, these are the character qualities, this is what I want, this is what I appreciate, this is what I admire, Um, men actually respond to that, and and they rise. But if the standard is low, (laughs) if we... If we lower our dignity and lower our standard, and then there's no bar. So my, my call to your audience is to make the standard, hey, you know who I think is attractive? A man who's able to say no to himself and yes to God and people. You know what I find attractive? A man of purpose. A man who knows that he's made by God, for God, and he's going back to God. You know what I find attractive? A man who respects women. You know what I find attractive? A man who loves kids, and I know what I find attractive, uh, a person who, you know, doesn't, doesn't judge other people on the basis, you know, that whole thing right there. If women kind of mm-hmm. put that out there, man, men would rise to that, that, that standard. And so what I love about your show is that not only do you empower women, but you empower them to be women of God mm-hmm. who have the standard of Christ and his word. And so that would be my last kind of call to your audience would be, man, I tell you, guys are hungry mm. to, to be commissioned by women to achieve a standard. But women, on the other hand, have a responsibility to go, hey, this is what we want. This is who we are. Mm. This is our power. That is so amazing. Kenny, because Satan lies to women and says, yeah. Um, guys want you to do X, Y, Z. And so they operate, um, uh, under lies that are, that they, what, what their perception of man, of course, a a woman can never think like a man, 
But the perception is a man um, will not do. Uh, my standards are too high. I've got to lower my standards. Or I've heard this said about me a lot. Uh, intimidating. She. Well, my husband wasn't right. intimidated by me when I said, listen, here's the deal. We're going to live by God's word. He said, okay. It wasn't like right. he didn't cower and say, oh, goodness, I can't do well, that. You didn't do him. You didn't do him. You wouldn't have done him any favors to lower that standard. Right. You would have made him smaller and less mature and less responsible. Uh, that, that call, see, because guys, you know, if, if we let each other fudge, mm. we're, just, uh, we're just men and women who fudge and lower our standards and we hedge our bet. But man, when a man sees a woman who knows who she is, knows whose she is, yeah. a daughter of God, knows what her priorities are. Yeah. Um, that is so attractive uh, to men. The, the lie, and you talk about this all the time. Yeah. Uh, the lie is that I have to deny who I am to get intimacy or to get visibility or to get attention yes. or to be loved. And that's when that chaos and dysfunctional cycle of pain and hurt, you know, start happening. Um, and you're right. It is a lie. Mm -hmm. It's a lie to men that to be a man, you know, means indulge yourself, impress other people, increase your material wealth. Well, you know, there's lies out there to women, all right, which is this is what you should be if you're going to be loved and get attention. And yeah. There's that, that great spiritual battle out there. Yeah. And we have to identify the lie because if we believe those lies, mm. the behavior that comes from those beliefs is dysfunctional, unhealthy, and creates pain. Yeah. And we're seeing that happen right now <laughs> and right. in our society today. Satan is telling women, just lower your standards because you're not going to get any better than this. Okay. This is just right. the way men are. And then we're lowering our standards. And, and according to what you just said, a man wants to be challenged. And now we have a big issue where women need to be challenged to step up to be the women that God have call, has called them to be and to not compromise our godliness or who God has called us to be. And men need to do the same thing. So um, that was powerful. I feel like we just reached somebody today who was about to go out on a date with a loser. No, don't do that. Well, key word you said, <laughs> key word, key word is challenge. See, yes. men, uh, I tell men, my job is not to comfort you because then you'll lose interest. Mm -hmm. My job is not to confront you because I'm, I'm not your mom. Yeah. All right. But my job is to challenge you. Yes. To be all that you can be and not let you believe the, the silly ripoff broken male culture where you have man-sized responsibilities, and you, you have boy-sized character. <laughs> yeah. you know, the w women listening to us today, they're tired of 25-year-old, 12-year-old, 35-year-old, 13-year-old, yeah. and 55-year-old, 15-year-old. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to challenge, guys. And, you know, to, and this is, these, are, these are words now that, um, you know, kind of the activism are demonizing, but to be a man. That, those aren't bad words mm -hmm. uh, to say, hey, you know what? It's really we're saying, hey, grow up, mm -hmm. be mature, uh, exercise, get some character that match your responsibilities. In the same way that I would say to my daughters as they were going, boy, that's what a woman does. Mm -hmm. I would say that when they, when they acted maturely. Yeah. 
You know, those aren't bad words. And so what, what we're saying to all men, whether you're a woman or a man, is what, what Jesus, you know, would say. Yeah. He'd say, hey, we're supposed to grow up into mm-hmm. all aspects. You know, the Apostle Paul said, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, you know, I acted like a child. But when I became a man, yes. I put the childish ways behind me. And every guy, here's the struggle, though. Uh, if a man doesn't have the character uh, that has the capacity to meet the demands on him, he gets sad and depressed. That feels bad. When he feels bad, now he goes, well, I can never mature or come into that person that my relationships are asking of me. So now I'm sad and depressed, and now I'm going to go medicate my bad feelings with unhealthy behavior. Mm. Well, that's a lie. With Christ in your life, Yes. God's spirit in your life, you can become like Christ and you can grow up and you can leave the boy behind and you can become the man. That's the dangerous good movement, because when Jesus came, it's like, man, here's a grown up man who knows how to defend women, who knows how to break the rules of the ripoff male culture. And that's kind of what we're seeing, Autumn. We're seeing these guys have this awakening like, oh, my gosh, it's possible. Yeah. I want to talk about this one thing, though. I loved the Deborah and the Barack chapter in your book and how neither one of them compromised their uh, position. You you talk about that. I don't want to talk about it for you. Tell me about your perception of that passage of Scripture and how you kind of brought it home in Dangerous Good. Well, what's so good about Deborah, you know, she was the only leader of the nation of Israel in the book of Judges. She was a prophet. She was a woman of God. She was in charge. She was smart. She was discerning, and, and, and her kingdom was under threat, and she realized, you know what? I have these giftings, but I don't handle a blade. I don't handle a sword. Yeah. I don't battle. So she called Barak in, and uh, she said, listen, we've got an evil general named Sisera. He's going to attack us. I need you. And what Barak said back uh, to Deborah was so cool. She just said, he said, I'll go when you go with me. Mm. And he invited her to partner with him. Now, if you think women in combat is a big issue today, back then it was unheard of. (laughs) In that action, Barack was going against all of military male culture, all of male culture in general. And he invited a woman to partner with him. He's like, I need you. I'm not going to dismiss that. You're our leader. Let's go together. And here's what happened. She showed up to the battle with Barak. She exercised her discernment, her gifts, her, her prayer, uh, and, and Barak went at the, the, the literal, physical battle. Together they show up. They defeat Sisera, and then Deborah, after the battle, she sings a song of praise over Barak and the princes in Israel who took the lead. Mm. And it's such a great terrible for today, mm-hmm. where the real enemies that are out there, we're never going to defeat them divided. Yeah. Where we need the intuition, vision, discernment, skills, talents of women. But on the other hand, there is a vision and value of men. They have unique gift sets and, and abilities and capacities and skills. And then you come alongside one another, like Deborah and Barack, to defeat and focus on the real enemy. Yeah. And when you win, you start winning victories through being united, 
Now we can sing songs about each other. How rare would that be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for women to find fellowships of men that they can partner with and men that they can partner with and actually be open yeah. singing songs about, you know what? The princes of my community took the lead. The men of God in our community took the lead. And we have this great victory. And we dance and sing together. You know, Autumn, just Jesus, that's what he prayed for in John 17. He just said, Father, that they may be one. Yes. Mm. Even as we are one. The devil wants to divide, just like he wanted to divide Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. He lied to them so that they would start pointing the finger at each other. Same devil, same playbook, same situation going on right now. But I feel like there's spirit-empowered women Mm-hmm. We're going to unite with spirit-empowered men. Yeah. We're going to arise above culture, and that is going to be a huge witness to the world, yeah. our coming together, men and women. And that's exactly what, why I just, I love you. I love your ministry. I love what God is doing through you because that's my heart as well. Listen, I am about strong women that step into their purpose but I don't want to fraction the men. We want the men to step right. in. We want to do this thing together, unified, yeah. um, not divided, unified. So, uh, Kenny, thank you so much. Guys, go get this book. Check it out. Pick it up. Um, tell your pastors about it. Uh, I, I know that you can contact uh, Kenny and his team at everymanministries.com. Um, we, we want to do this thing with our men, men and women working together. Kenny, thank you so much for being on my show today and for uh, all those powerful. Welcome, yes, yes. And more to come with Kenny, um, in the near future. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch me right back here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.